everybody. Welcome to Project Rusty, where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I'm Robert, and I'm joined here by Austin. What's up? Mike. Hey. And our guest this week, returning for a second week in a row, Colin. Just imagine me taking a lap around like some imaginary boxing ring or wrestling ring. WrestleMania is something that happened. Yeah, so let's do wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What? Victory lap. Yeah, there you go. Victory lap. Yeah. <laughs> He took a victory lap around our podcast setup, which is remote. So it was a pretty big lap. Yeah, I went I went pretty fast around the world, you know, because got to go fast. Got to go fucking. Oh All right. Huh. Okay. I still just get into this because there's no way, no way we were having a Project Rusty episode this week without talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer from Paramount Pictures. <laughs> Guys, I, oh my gosh. first off, if you, dear listener, have not seen this yet, pause us, go watch it, Trigger cry warning. in your bed, mm-hmm. and come back to us. It, guys, do you remember when you would see that Paramount Pictures opening in a movie and it meant something? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Barely. That was during their Coke days, but like... They they remember, but God, now they're on speed. Every day we stray, every day we stray further what? from God's light, as I say. And wow, what what is this movie? Like okay, but legit talk. I am there day one. No question. I want to be there day I one. Am, I want to see the movie. I am fucking there day one because basically this is Ace Ventura three. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> but Doctor Robotnik. Right, I don't care. It's Jim Carrey, and he's being wild and wacky, and that's what I care about. Yeah, that's fair. Um, while you're mentioning Paramount Pictures, I just want to point out how much I loved to hate the Paramount Pictures logo in this trailer, where instead of the stars around the mountain in a circle, it was all the Sonic rings with the <laughs> ring sound effect. You know, that was actually the only good part of the trailer. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you guys notice how fast those rings are going around the mountain? Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast! Okay, I'm, I'm already putting this rule in. Drink every time we say gotta go fast. Gotta fast. God, I'll be gotta dead. Go fast. <laughs> yep, guys, gotta go fast. Hey, have you guys Googled your name plus the hedgehog yet? Nope, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've done it, and I am disappointed. I got a feeling I shouldn't. Uh, the answer may surprise you. <laughs> so... Does anyone off the top of their head know how fast you need to be moving to make a sonic boom? Like, uh, I mean, he was going 720 in the trailer, right? Yeah, it's like was, 760. Yeah, yeah the yeah. policeman clocked him in at 760. I'm pretty sure that's not Mach 1. You know what's hilarious? I saw just, just speaking uh, about the like logging the speed, somebody on Reddit posted like when they first announced the movie it's probably got open with a cop with a speed gun and he's you know sonic's gonna run by and he's gonna be like what and he was completely right i mean they they lo and behold they did the most obvious thing they could possibly do oh my good god i i just googled mach one just to be sure i knew what i was talking about it's 768 miles per hour at ground level. So the movie's kind of right. Huh? Oh my God. <laughs> it's well, kind of- the, the part where like he literally takes out the entire electrical grid for the entire planet. 
<laughs> no, I thought it was just centralized in the Pacific Northwest, wasn't yeah, it? it was the Pacific no, that's Northwest. what they said later in the trailer. But if you watch when it happens, like the whole world starts going out. <laughs> Could jeopardize the whole world. <laughs> Dude, I mean, the world fucking sucks in the Sonic world. I don't know if you guys remember, but I think Sonic the 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 one where he turns into a werehog, Sonic the Sonic Unleashed. They did a thing where the whole world kind of broke apart like a giant puzzle and everyone was still fine. It's just the world was broken apart. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of Kingdom Hearts bullshit is this? One where a hedgehog turns into a werehog. Oh god. Yeah, pretty much. I look there. There's so many little details in this trailer that I wish I could do like a a two hour long breakdown analysis of it. But I think the one thing that bothers me the most, and I think we're all going to need to talk about this, is the trailer's choice in music. <sighs> yeah, I so yeah. like they could have they could have went you know a remix of the Green Hill Zone music or like. I don't know, literally anything Sonic related, like do 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 or something. No. What do they do? They're like, we're gonna have we're gonna show Sonic putting a cassette tape in a cassette player, closing it, Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a cognizant decision by Sonic the Hedgehog himself. Apparently he likes Coolio. He thinks he's a gangster. I about to say he thinks he's a gangster, man. It's a great day yeah. to be a gangster. Oh I- yeah. I just can't. I don't. I mean, since since, you know, modern day Sonic, the whole soundtrack has basically been the butt rock known as Crush 40, you know, <laughs> like it's always been their music, which is fine if you like it. But how do you go from that? To Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah, where's my uh, running around at the speed of sound? I, I, I've lost a lot of respect for you, Colin. <laughs> real talk though how much more hype would the trailer have been if that i'm just i feel like a lot more people would be like okay all right <laughs> it might be a sign of things to come like the whole soundtrack could be just like the weirdest choices oh god oh. do you guys think do you guys think no. shots is going to be played sometime like, shot, 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 shot. god i hope that's not. all the soundtrack's going to be is all kinds of hardcore rap wait we, we get to like the end we get to the end of like the second act of the movie and it's when like sonic has hit hit like a, a low in morale and so he's at a bar just like <laughs> partying it up getting fucking just fucked up out of his mind <laughs> Just no. like lines of cocaine, shot after shot after <laughs> shot after shot of Jameson or fucking Bacardi and fucking <laughs> Everclear. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Gotta go fast. Yeah. Hey, I think that's the last thing we need is Sonic on cocaine. Oh, same. <laughs> uh, can we talk about how I think if we're as long as we're talking about the soundtrack of this movie? Uh, you may have noticed this is by the producers of the Fast and Furious. Um, We're also making Hobbs and Shaw, by the way. That's a whole nother discussion entirely, but that's also a wild looking movie. Um, what what Fast and Furious was it where they did the Paul Walker scene where he, you know, he's like he takes that exit on the highway. Fast seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know the song that goes with it? Nope. It's it's, it's like a long day. day without you, my friend. So yeah. I was Khalifa and yeah. Charlie Puth. 
I think that's right. Yeah, I think like it's featuring Wiz Khalifa, maybe. Anyway, can can they have that song in this Sonic movie? And they haven't revealed Shadow the Hedgehog yet, but what if he's in it? Oh my god. And they no. both make peace toward the end of the movie and they're running down the highway. No. And Shadow starts veering off the exit and Sonic's like, we'll see you again, buddy. We'll share some chili dogs. Oh, oh. and just like Wiz Khalifa rapping. Rob, um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh, friendships that are going to be yeah going to be broken among the staff today. <laughs> Colin, now now Robert, Mike, you're my last hope. Well, okay, so what I will say, what I will fucking say is, Shadow the Hedgehog may or may not be confirmed because we already know guns exist. In this universe, <laughs> true. that's true. Cop, cop guy comes in with a gun. It may be a Trank gun, but it's still a fucking gun. By the way, shoots Sonic the Hedgehog with a Trank gun. Who he can apparently run seven hundred sixty miles per hour, but he can't dodge a fucking Trank gun. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah, this yeah. is a classic problem with speedster characters in any you know geeky medium. How can he like toward the end of that trailer move so fast that all of those missiles surrounding him essentially are frozen in time? Yet a train gun hits him in the beginning. It's, of the, He's the, like Quicksilver from X-Men all of a sudden. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. I, so that being all this being said, I will say I saw something on Twitter today and I told Robert about it earlier before we started recording. But I think that this movie 10, 15, 20 years from now is going to be revered in the same way that Super Mario Brothers, the movie is revered the same way that Street Fighter, the movie is revered and that like we look back on it. Yeah, it's really fucking bad, but <laughs> it has some endearing qualities to it because it's just so ridiculous. And I think that's going to be this movie. I, th- I think that's going to be our generation's Super Mario Brothers. I mean, I agree. I but I'm also walking into this movie thinking I wholeheartedly believe this is going to be one of those so bad it's good movies. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, like, I think there's a flaw in your statement, okay? We know Mario is good, but Sonic is not. Whoa. All right. Are we well, talking about I... the movie? <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the game. So I'm of the mind that it's like Sonic the Hedgehog as a video game franchise has never been good. Yeah. And that's a controversial statement to some people. No. And I know... I know people have been searching for that high of having a good Sonic game. Okay, I will admit I enjoyed Sonic Heroes on the original Xbox and Sonic Adventure 2 for a little bit. But other than that, like I, I have never once been like woke up one day and be like, huh, I really want to play Sonic today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I that's true. We don't they don't have the goodwill of the Super Mario Brothers series. Like Sonic has been just so hit and miss over the past 20 years that I don't know how much goodwill there is left. If anything, this movie might crush it and solidify Sonic as the punching bag of the video game industry. Probably, probably. Other that, I mean, it can be much worse than how Atari hoards out its IPs to literally everyone. But <laughs> yeah, yikes! So, some facts that I've been able to pick up from this trailer. I guess this is set in San Francisco, 
which kind of makes sense because if you look at where I think Sonic lives, like in the beginning, I think they show what his home is like. He looks homeless, and that makes sense because it's expensive to live in San Francisco. And I imagine collecting <laughs> golden rings, it doesn't pay well. Yeah, um, especially if you're a blue hedgehog who, like, every time they get hit, they he just spouts out all of his money everywhere, he just, just like loses all <laughs> just like rings everywhere. Oh God, I've got a ring. And also, there's that mountain of Jordans that he just runs by. So, like, he clearly goes through shoes like no one else. Where does he get them? I wonder. Yeah, how does yeah. he afford them? But also, I still, I'm still not sure where this movie is set because if you recall from the trailer, yes, uh, Mr. Oh, Cop guy, funny. he references S. He says SFPD, which implies <laughs> San Francisco. But then we get scenes where we're introduced to Jim Carrey's Doctor Robotnik, where they say. They're in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's right. I just, uh, so, what the fuck? Where is oh this God. movie taking place? Is he just running from San Francisco to uh, to Seattle? I don't know, or Oregon, wherever, and then back again? Like, I mean, I understand he's fast, but like, what? What the hell? Where? Where are we going? I'm gonna do some math here real quick. <laughs> So you go. So if you're going 760 miles per hour between San Francisco and let's say Seattle, just for shits and gigs, like I don't like that's still going to take what at least an hour. Actually, okay, hold on. You're about right. So San Francisco to Seattle is 821 miles per hour. Assuming he goes zero to 780 real quick, he makes it to, to Seattle in like an hour and ten minutes. Not bad. He, he breaks the sound barrier doing it, but he does well, it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, maybe that's the plot. He like goes to Seattle to save the day for something. And then the sonic boom causes massive blackouts. And that's when they call in Dr. Robotnik, who, by the way, I guess in this movie, doesn't want to dominate the world, but just wants to wrangle an animal. <laughs> like, that's his thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be like some sort of character transition because there's other screenshots of him where he, where Jim Carrey, I guess, looks more robotic like later in the movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the like end a, of the trailer has him bald with the crazy ass mustache. Yeah, I'm like, does the mustache evolve? Is it like the more evil he <laughs> becomes, the bigger the mustache gets? I mean, I don't know. Maybe like Sonic runs around him so fast that it fucks, fucks with the particles in his being and turns him crazy i don't know i think he's I'm already really crazy here. it's jim carrey after all i mean it is jim carrey jim carrey's yeah. just probably like how can i make this character crazier honestly i think jim carrey's gonna save the movie i think he's gonna be the best part of it oh no shit yeah, yeah he 100 yeah. is going to be and I, I i really hope we get plenty of screen time with him because they need they he needs to anchor this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. if I'm gonna see this movie for any one thing, it's gonna be Jim Carrey's crazy ass Robotnik. Same. I have I have two more kind of shocking questions to ask that implies a lot of things about this new Sonic the Hedgehog cinematic universe that we're about to embark upon. For one, why does his fur electrify? fast um <laughs> I, th- I think that uh, just just fast that's it fast. period yeah, that's the whole explanation put a pin in it. but no 
I think it's the sweatbands that he wears and his socks because what he does is he doesn't put dryer sheets on them. Mm. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. Just massive amounts of static shock to the nth degree. I mean, I don't know what happens to static shock when you infuse it with, you know, sound barrier breaking speeds. But it could be electricity, you know, just crazy. Just Yeah, and and that's what drives Robotnik crazy. There you go. Perfect. Done. Maybe. I just... I. I find it so weird that like his extremely thick fur, by the way, like each hair strand is super thick in this movie, how they're still electrified even, you know, after he's left the scene. Right. Well, first of all, it's not all fur, Robert. Those are quills because he's a hedgehog. Oh, that's right. Good call. Thank you for that. Sometimes I forget because they make him look furry. (laughs) Yeah, those pointy things are supposed to be fucking quills, not fur. God. Well, then they okay. fucked up on the design because it yeah, looks that, like fur to me. The design is awful. The design, the design is, so, is terrible. So bad. Like, look, uh-huh. why did they give him human teeth? <laughs> we live in a universe where fucking Thanos from Marvel Comics has come to life and literally had two major movies about him in the past year. How can Sonic look this bad? Or Detective Pikachu coming out in less than a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks 10 million times better because they know how ridiculous the concept is. So they went with it and got Ryan Reynolds to voice fucking Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, on the casting front, they got Jim Carrey to play Dr. Eggman. So, I mean. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, my other final question, and this one maybe scares me the most. Do you remember the scene toward the end of the trailer when there were like two kids, they're falling or something, and Sonic's trying to save them, and his way to save them is he grabs one of the many rings he holds, throws it, and it expands and turns into a portal? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that shit confused the hell out I of mean, me. I mean, you're questioning that? The whole thing just makes no damn sense. (laughs) But like, what is that? I I don't know. I mean, he's a blue hedgehog who can go the speed of the sound. (laughs) I mean, breaks the barriers and physics. (laughs) (laughs) I just I hate it so much. But I I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Like I'm excited to hate it. I'm gonna be there day one to hate it. Uh, I, I I don't know. I already have the 4K Blu-ray pre-ordered, so... I'm, oh, same. Yep. Oh, nice. nice. What? <laughs> Goddamn. Robert, uh, was that your second question? Because I have a question. Go. Make, sure, make your questions. All right. So, to, to quickly change the tune here, how many of you guys like pizza? Are you guys, you guys fans of pizza? I like pizza. Oh, yeah, of course. Pizza's pretty good. Okay, like if if you were if you like pizza, like what what what's your go to topping if you were to eat a pizza? Sausage, pepperoni. What what what? Robert? <laughs> rings. Rings. What? <laughs> rings of pepperoni? No no no, golden rings. <laughs> Every time you take it out of the oven, ring. We we've lost Robert. He's gone crazy. Robert is too far gone. Yeah, Rest this is a moment of silence for Fallen Brothers. Sonic trailer can do to you. Yeah. The reason why I asked this, guys, is because Halo Reach has, was recently brought to PC, from what I understand. Someone modded the game, replaced all of the textures with pepperoni pizza. 
Beautiful. Oh my god. It's like that Halo Dark Souls pizza. mod. It gets better. Not only that, but every sound, every noise that's made by an NPC, your character, whatever, by gun is replaced by pizza time. Oh my god. Dear Lord. <laughs> Wait, is it is it the Spider-Man? It's pizza time. No, I, I don't know. It's just it's it's pizza time. Oh man, I hope this it's is why Toby. this is why the Covenant wanted to reach. They wanted pizza. <laughs> it's a pizza party. You know, I wonder if this mod was made because wasn't it back when they announced, like, officially announced that Halo was coming to PC? The the three four three Industries offices just got flooded with pizza from fans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so somebody took the game. Like it, I'm talking, like I'm I'm talking the landscapes, the skyboxes, the fucking guns, like the items, everything replaced with pizza. So I suspect that they're using the assault rifle skin because they actually had a pizza assault rifle skin, and they just kind of blew it up. It, it very well could have been because everything off in the distance looks really stretched. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I need pizza that. time. I want to play. Look, no I, Google pizza time, by the way. Not it's not a good time. <laughs> it's not a pizza time. <laughs> oh, no, there's a there's an infamous video of uh, Teenage Mutant T- Ninja Turtles in a pizza. And that's all I'll say. Oh, gross. Uh, hey, Austin, what have you brought to the table for Project Rusty this week? Yeah, so mine is also mod related and absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, you guys, you know, you know Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, you know the mod in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely aware of it. It's horrifying, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Well, I think uh, this Sekiro mod takes it to the next level. Uh, I'm not spoiling really anything, but early on you encounter uh, the Great Serpent, and they have replaced oh, this giant snake with Thomas the... Ch- tank engine and i think the video is hilarious because you can just hear like this faint choo-choo in the distance and then <laughs> all of a sudden you're being attacked by this giant horrifying train um it's really it's perfect it's this is what mods should be his eyes just they look they look so dead pure hatred <laughs> I'm, they're I'm staring a- they're staring oh. into my soul I'm a big fan of this movement to include Thomas the Tank Engine in as many games as possible. I feel like it's just a big movement in the mod scene. So like, <laughs> oh, is that a big creature? Thomas the Tank Engine. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know why. Why of all things do they choose him? But it, it, it works so well, you know? I, you know, the, I'm not a big fan of horror games, guys. I think I'm good. I think I'm done playing Sekiro now. this is just it's i don't know i have this thing with thomas the tank engine it's really weird you out it's just a fear same thing with barney big dead cartoon eyes i think we're on to something i just i want to paint a picture and i guess spoilers for semi-early game sekiro but the first time you encounter the snake i think all of us have been there or at least most of us in this podcast has yeah, it was a but, giant what the fuck at the top yeah, of my but, lungs. You know, let's let's paint the picture here, right? It's a big old sneaking scene. You know, you're running from bush to bush 
trying to make sure you're not seen by the snake. It gets a little tense. You're walking along the wall, like sliding along a wall, you know, because you're about to fall off a cliff kind of thing. You hide in this dinky little palanquin or whatever. Little fucking, you know, just some sticks and cloth covering you. And this the snake gets real close, breathing into your little shelter and you see its eyes. Put, put Thomas there. Put Thomas to like just his, his dead train eye staring at you. Would it wait? The way this is animated, wouldn't it just be the side of the fucking train? It actually the is the side, side of the train. And it would be stabbing video, the side of his head. <laughs> there's tons of blood that comes out, which is totally weird for T- Thomas when you do that. Hey, he's a living creature. Uh, you know, you really shouldn't humanize trains. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I will not have you disparage our train kin fans. I don't like that. <laughs> it sounds like they've trained you well. Same. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, Mike, what have you brought to the table to end a show with? Uh, so it seems Fortnite is being sued over emotes again. Nice. Oh, boy. Great. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the saxophone player uh, Leo Pellegrino? Uh, isn't that like a sparkling water drink? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Lacroix? <laughs> no, there's Pino totally, Grigio. There's totally one that's like Pellegrini or something. <laughs> I think it's Pe- <laughs> Pellegrino. I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is a fucking is he Jesus Christ? Does he? T- you put water into a saxophone. He pour it. You pour it back out. It just becomes wine. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so a saxophone player. Yeah, he's known for wearing like this bright pink suit and like doing all these crazy ass dance moves while he plays. Well. Fortnite added an emote where the character does craziest dance moves while playing a saxophone. Huh. And so he is suing them over misappropriation of identity. Uh, ah, so luck. it's different from stealing the dance. Yeah. He, he's saying they replicated his likeness without permission. Yeah, they ran into the same issue with, uh, I don't know if Donald Faison ever, ever sued, but they clearly ripped off his dance from Scrubs. Well, no, there's a distinct difference here, though. They're, this guy's not suing for the dance. He's suing for his likeness, right? Yeah, because the, the dance is just, the emo dance is just like he's known for dancing yeah, but during his concerts. That's not his likeness, I would say. I mean, I'm no legal expert, obviously, but. You'd think that if it's his likeness, then they'd have a character that looks like him. Yeah, didn't you say there's like a skin that looks a lot like some of his outfits? No. No? Oh, okay. So It's just the, the dance. He's suing over the dance. So, wait, so I don't understand. So does he have it like patented or like trademarked? Or like, I don't even know how that would even work. But like, does he do it so often that it's something that he, like, he is absolutely known for doing? And so he like has some sort of proprietary thing over it? Yeah, th- this is what he's known for is doing this dance. Kind of like playing. how the moonwalk would be a Michael Jackson likeness. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, so yeah. like, yeah, but like if if I go out and I have a concert, right, and I sell a whole shit ton of tickets, but I'm doing the moonwalk on stage, am I going to get sued for that? Like, no. is that something that you can sue over? 
They're going to try. <laughs> nah. I mean, because actually not sure because like, I mean, yeah, like Epic is making money from this, but how do you trademark a dance move? Why has anybody decided to sue World of Warcraft? I mean, all literally every single dance is from like somebody famous. But as far as I know, there's been no lawsuits for that. And, I mean, you don't yeah. see a bunch of industrial dancers like suing Epic Games, mm-hmm. like for stealing the one dance that everyone thinks is a Fortnite dance. But you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> the cyber goth dance or whatever you call it. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the reason why Donald Faison, 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 yeah, Faison, the reason why his lawsuit and a bunch of other ones failed is because they were suing on the grounds of we have copyright over that dance when the courts uh, declared, no, you don't. You didn't well, file it happened. back then. You can't yeah, happened with the Carlton dance was he didn't have official copyright over it so that he couldn't sue. Right. Like, since they didn't have the copyright, they can't sue. And, you know, these people were all complaining, uh, claiming like we did it. It's iconically us. We have that copyright, whereas they didn't actually file a copyright at the time. Ergo, the courts sided in Fortnite's favor. I think that's probably why this sparkling water sax man is <laughs> claiming not for I have copyright over that dance, but that dance is much like my likeness it's part of who it's part of my stage persona yeah i really hope he comes out with his own brand of pinot grigio and pellegrino (laughs) is it pellegrino have i been saying it wrong is it pellegrino did you go robert pellegrino that's his yeah that's his name pellegrino yeah wait but pellegrino is also the name of the water too thank you thank you (laughs) yes (laughs) okay that's what i was trying to i was just i was fucking confused i don't know i was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like <laughs> Mr. Pinot Grigio over here <laughs> fucking <laughs> look I, I'm no legal expert but I have been playing a lot of Phoenix Wright in my time recently so I mean you could say you know dude yes I just started okay so good right so yeah. good. wait I was thinking of Perrier what, what the, the fuck, fuck Colin? what is happening <laughs> <laughs> wait there's Perrier and there's Pellegrino what? Yeah, they're different things. What? Okay. You study your sparkling water, son. Okay, let's throw LaCroix in there too, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I think um here's the thing. I think this guy has more of a case than uh any of the other ones so far. However, he's filing it through a law agency where there are past like five or six, you know, subpoenas against Epic Games have failed. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's going through. No. Plus, I mean, Fortnite has like fuck you money. Like, even if they <laughs> lost that case, they could just settle out of court and just be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, Epic, Epic Games probably has a crazy good legal department at this point. So I, oh. I can't imagine this going through easily. Nope. No, not at all. No, um, so sorry, Mr. Pinot Grigio. We're going to mm-hmm. keep your dance. <laughs> Uh, I think that about does it for this episode of Project Rusty. Hey, Austin, do you have anything you want to shout out to the folks? Uh, I'd just say try some Pinot Grigio. The wine? Yep. Uh, make enough. sure you're overage first, please. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We're definitely not condoning yeah, over underage like consumption of alcohol. 
18 or older, please. 21 or older, please. 21. I don't, I feel like if. <laughs> 21 or older. 21 or older. I, if someone like, so, like, I don't know if that means I'm going to lose my license, my liquor license. But <laughs> oh, I do, right. I do have a license to serve alcohol. And if someone just <laughs> like, hey, this guy told me to drink Pinot Grigio. <laughs> it somehow comes back to me and I lose my license. Nah, technically it was me. Yeah, look, if anyone's going to sue you, don't worry. I played a lot of Phoenix Wright. Hit me up. I'll be your lawyer. I'm pretty sure I'll know how to. <laughs> Lawyering how to is that easy, right? Le- yeah, the legal maneuvering to get you mm-hmm. to not be guilty. I got you. I mean, all you got to do is like make a video of yourself sitting in front of a bunch of law books. You look official enough. Yeah. And I think you need to yell objection a lot. Oh, yeah. Objection. Lots of yelling. Yeah. Uh, hey, Mike, what do you want to leave the folks with? Uh, you can follow me at Zolo five six seven. Also, um, last episode we talk about the game Subverse. We got an exclusive interview with the studio that is making that, so look out for that. Yes, that actually be up. Well, when you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, it will be up. So check it out on Game Luster. Yes. Uh, Colin, what do you want to leave the folks with? You can follow me at Pino Grigio Master sixty nine four twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Sounds know. Legit. I can come up with anything after that. Uh, you can follow me at Colin and Mono. C O L L I N I I N M O N O. There's so many ends in that. It's kind of hard to remember. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, look for updates on uh, my writing stuff. Look for updates on Tadima, a Terrace House podcast where we talk about the most bingeable show on Netflix. You know, I was really hoping that, like, I, I googled Pinot Grigio Master 69420 just to see if something fun would come up. <laughs> it's it's just, <laughs> you know, you want to buy some Pinot Grigio? Which, honestly, I'm surprised Google could pick that out because I didn't put any spaces in it. So, hey, good job, <laughs> Google. Um, you can follow me at Panoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T. I did recently tweet about the Sonic Head the Hedgehog movie, and uh, it's a pretty good tweet. I'm proud of it. It's probably like my living my living testament to how yeah. funny I could ever be. In case you guys didn't know, Robert is Twitter famous now. So yeah, uh, he's, he's much, he's above us plebs now. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, I'm on that same uh, podcast. Colin talked about, we have a lot of fun there. I'm sure you will too. Just like you've been having fun for the past 30 minutes with us. Uh, this has been another episode of Project Rusty. Uh, you can tune in next week for another one. And until then, see ya.